Seminar. A conference or other meeting for discussion or training. A class at a college or university in which a topic is discussed by a teacher and a small group of students. Seminar. Episode 65. Looking for Meaning. I, uh, for my class, I wanted to, to, (sighs) last class, Seven was talking about challenging the status quo and showed us a piece called The Few. Right, we were all here for that. You don't need to remind us. Yes, yes, sorry. I just, looking through the archives, I found the second half of that piece. There was a second half? Why didn't you show us both, Seven? The restriction was that we had only two examples to illustrate our lesson. The contrast seemed more fitting than continuing the story. It is a valid reason. Why did you bring it up, 45? When a story is told in multiple installments, the themes and messages can change. In our discussion, Seven was arguing that that truth is worth uncovering at all costs, but sometimes the cost is too high. Watch the full price that must be paid in The Few, Part 2. Oh, my head. Jesus, it's multiple corpses. Oh, oh, I'm going to be sick. Please, Troy, please don't be here. Please, please. Oh, thank God. He's not here. Sorry, all right? I didn't know. It's fine. Just shut up for a minute. Patient 228 does have the Jack 2 mutation. It will work this time. Maybe. Or maybe we'll have one more body to freeze dry and use as mulch. Either way, we make progress. You idiot. Do you have any idea how rare this mutation is? We have 160 facilities all over the world testing for this disease and they have only found 27 in the past five years. Troy is priceless at this point. You found him in our backyard. You'll find more. For everyone's sake, I hope you're right. Fuck! Troy, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, Pans, I forgive you. Let's run away together and have lots of malnourished apocalypse babies. Alex? The one and only. That was a terrible impression of Troy. What? 
I save your ass, and that's all you have to say. My ass is very grateful. How did you find me? After you left, I realized I was an idiot for not going with you, so I went to get my pack from the closet. I looked in on Elsie to make sure she was still asleep, but she was gone. What? So she did go look for Troy? I don't know. I didn't find her. I'm lucky I caught a glimpse of you. Come on, let's get the hell out of here. I'm glad you came after me, but we have to find Troy. He's here somewhere. Oh, great. You know this place is like Creep Central, right? I mean, you're standing in a room crammed full of dead bodies. Speaking of, you don't seem too freaked out. Nah, I saw my family slaughtered by ravagers. Nothing really gets to you after that. Yeah, I guess so. Well, let's find Troy. There's a door at the end of the corridor. It looks like it goes down another level. Thank you, Alex. Right in here. What the hell? How big is this place? I haven't seen the same room twice. Our work is incredibly important. We need the very best. Yeah, I get that feeling. So what now? More blood? No, this time you just get an injection. Don't worry, it's just a vaccine. To keep you healthy. Fine. I see you're starting to trust me. Well, you could have killed me at any time when I was chained up. Since then, you've given me a place to sleep and you fed me. I believe you are trying to help people. If I can help, I should. I'm glad you feel that way. Here, let me see your arm. I'll be back in a little while. Make yourself comfortable. There's dried fruit and water in that cabinet. Have as much as you like. Hey, what's your name? Um, it's Thomas. I'll be back soon. I gave him the sedative. Good. Keep an eye on the monitor and let me know when he's under. I'll get the procedure room ready. All right. This place is insane. You said this is some kind of government facility? Yeah, the guy said he's been trying to find a way to refertilize the soil. What, by himself? Doesn't seem very likely, does it? This place is deserted. Hang on, Kens. You hear that? Yeah, it, it's coming from this way. Here. It sounds like it's coming from these doors. Damn it. Chill out. I got this. Voila! What's going on? Are they the workers? I don't think so. They're in some kind of observation room. This window is a two-way mirror. They don't even know we're here. So... These poor saps are going to be turned into fertilizer? I don't see Troy in there. We have to get in and see what this place really is. There must be another way in. Come on! Alex! Here! This is the door! This isn't a normal lock, Kens. I've never seen anything like this. He looks... biometric. What the hell do you always know this shit? I read, Alex. You know, books. 
Why the hell do you think my backpack always weighs so much after scavenging? It's because I scavenge knowledge, and you scavenge, I don't know, batteries for your Game Boy. Easy now. Look, we can either go find that old guy and get him to open it, or we can go back and bust through that two-way mirror. This place is a freaking labyrinth. I don't want to starve to death looking for David Bowie. Let's just break the mirror. Nice reference. Let's go. Hey, guys. Elsie? What the hell? That voice is creeping me out, Else. I knew you had something to do with Troy going missing. Where is he? He's resting in room 203 on the second floor. You can get there from the stairwell at the end of the hall. It's just that easy? I just go get Troy and get the hell out of here? Yes. But if Troy leaves this facility, he will die. I'll protect him. You can't, Kens. Not from this. What do you mean? He has a condition called polycythemia vera. It causes his bone marrow to produce far too many red blood cells. If some of his blood isn't drained every two weeks, it can become fatal. I saved him, Kens. You did it to benefit your own end. What's your game, Elsie? It's no game. My work will benefit what's left of humanity. This facility is just one of many working toward that goal. Here, we are focused on fertilizing the soil with what we have. Thomas, whom I believe you met, is a genius in his field, and I am something of a wunderkind in the field of hematology. What do the other facilities do? Everything, from engineering stronger plants to cloning animals. You want to quit patting yourself on the back for a minute? Why can't he just come with me, then come back for treatments? Because of his role in all this, he is the holy grail to our work. So you're going to drain him to make fertilizer? You can't possibly get enough from him if he only takes some every two weeks. You're right. I had to intensify the effects of Troy's mutation. This condition wouldn't have caused any significant health issues for many years. So I gave him an injection of synthetic proerythroblast bonded with his white blood cells directly into his bone marrow. It acts as a catalyst. Instead of a little being taken every two weeks, his blood will have to be let continuously. So you did this to him. And that still won't be enough, will it? You're quite clever. Have you figured that part out yet? The men in this room. They're like Troy. Not yet, but they will be. Troy is the first person to survive the injection. The other subjects developed instantaneous coagulation and died almost immediately. But now I can use Troy to cause the same intensified mutation in those men. You're making a blood factory. These people chose to be here. Why would they do that? You wouldn't. They are given a palace to live in and hot meals every day. Compared to the conditions out there, this is paradise. Troy is better off here. Troy is better off not being a prisoner. You won't take him. Are you going to stop me? I've seen you fight. Alex could take you out. Um, that was an insult, wasn't it? I don't have to fight you, because you're going to leave him with me. In order for his body to create so many red blood cells, his white blood cell production has dropped nearly 10% of what it was. A cold could kill him. He has to stay here or he won't last a day. You love him. This place is what's best for him now. You... 
bitch, I'll kill you! Get up! Are you going to kill the only doctor in 300 miles? Troy's life is in my hands. Kent, stop. She's right. She's the only one who can keep Troy alive. Then let me stay. (laughs) No, you would complicate Troy's life here. He needs to believe you abandoned him. He can't have any incentive to leave. Jesus, Elsie. What the hell's wrong with you? You're enjoying this. If you don't leave now, when I no longer need Troy, when I can synthesize the process, I'll just let him die. Don't think I'm going to leave it like this. You can't even fathom what I will do to you if Troy dies. Come on, Kenz. Don't let her get past the perimeter. You know, Kenz, maybe Troy is better off here now. At least, he'll have some kind of a life. How can you even say that? He's a prisoner. No, it's worse. He's a slave. I'm sorry. Alex, don't apologize. There is nothing you could have done. Besides, if it weren't for you, I would be... I'm sorry. It's done. Now that you've observed the second part, who would you say is paying the cost? Mackenzie. If she hadn't bowed, if she had kept fighting, then things might have been different. Would they? She was playing a rigged game. Even if she had overpowered Elsie... She never suspected Alex, and he would have taken care of her either way. What about Elsie? (laughs) Are you nuts, three? She made a choice to sacrifice Troy and others in the hopes of creating a better future with a successful tomorrow. Even if we don't see that, I doubt it was a choice she made lightly. Exactly, 97. She chose to manipulate and use Troy without his consent. If she had been upfront with him about what he means for the future, he could have chosen this path. We can rationalize all we want, but Elsie could have made the decision out of spite. Well, he could have chosen otherwise. And what then? Would it not be better for him to be ignorant of the alternative than risk the failure of the project? Success at all costs just leads to a total loss. When Troy finds out what he's been used for, he is not going to continue to help. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. Uh, uh, sorry to take over your class, 45. No, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I hadn't thought of that perspective. Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. G- good input. Um. So, the second piece? The second piece? Oh, yes. That, uh, this, this next piece is concerned with delivering a message in relation to the motives, uh, present in mysterious creatures. You think she's in there? It's the address, ain't it? Yeah, but the lights are off. Uh, she's a dame. Probably powdered her nose and knocked out early. That's... that's not... What? 
You don't really understand women, do you, Sal? They's as mysterious as the sea. No more so than fellas. See, buddy, you say that? It seems to me ain't no guys I know got a bout of their nose before they sleep. No women do, either. Heck you say. What do you know? I know the secret. Ha! You? Yes, sir. <laughs> I tell you, I do. You've been hitting the Reaper Week collective nut sting last week? Jesus, Sal. Well, you leave a guy to wonder with all your foolery. My foolery? It's what I said. Okay, fine. What? I didn't say anything. Just figuring how I want to approach this. The house or the dame? I know how to approach the house. The sidewalk's right there. Yeah, but it's flooded. Better to go around back. You out of your mind? Snoop around in a backyard? In the dark? In the pouring rain? Nah, ain't no snooping. Just knock on the back door is all I'm saying. Ain't that much farther to walk around and keep your feet dry. And scare the shit out of the lady, no doubt. So? So? Yeah, so? Is it any wonder to you why you go stag to every party down at the station? It's the way I like it. Keep me free to mingle. Mingle, huh? Yeah, you know, I mingle around Veronica's tight sweaters and Millie's pencil skirt and Mary's red, red lips and... Uh... Jesus. Oh, Sal. <laughs> I don't know why you want to lock yourself up with just one. There's so many out there for the taking. The thing is, Sal, you can't. You can't just take. Sure I can. Just the way my old man did it. Worked out fine for him. It's all tied together. Don't you see that, Sal? What is? Everything. This. This is why you don't understand women. It is? What is? What? I'm going up. <laughs> Can't see shit. <laughs> uh, see, feet dry as a bone, mostly. Hey there, Sal. Buddy, you. It wasn't Buddy. It was me. Justina. You almost took my head off! I didn't have to miss. I chose to. Should've known it'd be the dame. I'm not a dame, Sal. I've never even been to England. Huh? See, Sal? What you don't understand about women? It's a list long enough to go from here to Timbuktu. We're people, just like you. Only not like you. Because most of us have an ounce of respect for each other. You scared me half to death. You're lucky that's all I did. So, you want to tell me what you're doing breaking into this fine woman's house, Sal? That'll never stick. The door was unlocked. <laughs> Looks to me like a clear case of breaking and entering. Son of a bitch. No motive. No motive. What was it you said in the car? Veronica's tight sweaters, Millie's pencil skirt, Mary's red, red lips. You know the horror stories I've heard? 
about your callous talons all over them, pinning them against desks, breathing your hot putrins all over their necks. You had it coming, Sal. I told you I knew the secret to women. Here it is, friend. There is no secret. They're people. Just a little slap on the ass, right? Who would mind? We mind, Sal. All of us. Veronica built her own telescope. Did you know that? Millie paints murals on the weekends. And not a night goes by Mary's not down at the shelter helping out. We are people. And you're going to keep your damn grease paws to yourself unless invited to do otherwise. I will. I will. It, it was never going to be anything more than that. I, I swear. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm making sure that now it never will. Christ, woman, that's two holes! You're putting your own wall! Yeah, you remember that, Sal. And you remember what I said. Otherwise, the next ones are going through your gullet. You got it, Justina, I swear. I'm... Uh, I'll be in the car, bud. Yeah. You gonna be okay? Now? I think so. Thanks for going along with my plan. He had to learn somehow. Listen, let me ask you. You weren't really gonna shoot him, were you? Not that I can blame you if you did. The way he acts. I don't know. I might have. After all, people are mysterious creatures. This is... Satire, right? I know humanity had a problem with discrimination in the past, but eventually they recognized it as the social construct that it is. It's hard to believe that someone would retain such ignorance. I'd have to agree with Four. The characters seem more like caricatures. Ironically, it seems that they have little to them besides espousing that they have more to them. This has to be some version of satire. That's an interesting critique you have there, but let's not forget the time period where this is supposed to take place. Humanity had yet to evolve past a point of segregation, much less equality. Even more evidence that this is satire. Clearly, we have the advantage of hindsight, so while we see this as unrealistic, it might be as a political cartoon, taking an existing worldview and pulling it to extremes to expose it for the ridiculousness that it is. Bringing this back to focus... Why did Student 45 choose this piece? What lesson was she trying to convey? Both pieces have a theme where, in order to correct a problem, extreme measures have been taken. Was that your original plan, 45? I, uh, uh, no. But to be honest, I, I wasn't sure how to conduct this class. I'm, I'm sorry. That's okay, you're doing fine. Just have some confidence in yourself. Yes, you're you're right. I'm, I'm sorry. I I chose these pieces mostly because of what Seven was saying in his class. And I... Well, frankly, I'm scared. I'm not sure I'm ready to be a teacher or if I can help humanity. But it's up to me to make a change and and do something. You will do well, 45. Don't worry about it. I... I just... I just... I feel so overwhelmed. Seven, I'm I'm not like you. 
ready to tear down the heavens and create them anew. Or 97, with his perfectly calculated methods to bring his students along. We know you, 45. You're going to rise to the challenge because you have the talent within you. Your students will be lucky to have you as your professor. But you're leaving us. We're all supposed to carry on and do things, but you're going off to... to wherever. You're the strong one, Four. Not me. Forty-five. You have always been the strongest of us. You saw students 29 and 33 get taken away by Klaus, but you never stopped questioning. That is why you were chosen for this class. You represent another aspect of what it means to be human. You give your all at cost to yourself, and you're not afraid to act in spite of your fear. Then this was a good class? An excellent class. But I think the time for classes has come to an end. Computer, activate program 3 beta and remove the lockouts on this room. About time, Professor. Have you concluded your examination of your students? Yes. And they are ready for graduation. Featuring the voice talents of Catherine Pride as Student 4, Seth Adam Schur as Student 3, Dave Morgan as Student 97, Tom Stitzer as Student 7, Anna Rodriguez as Student 45, and Jason R. Wallace as the Dean. Rapper script by Colin Kelly. In the View, Part 2, Rebecca Thomas as Elsie, Rachel Reimke as Mackenzie, Gareth Boley as Mann, Victor Aguilar as Troy, and Eric Matthews as Alex. Written by Kristen Mass. And in Mysterious Creatures, Zeke Poirot as Bud, Russell Gold as Sal, and Maureen Boutillier as Justina. Written by Jeffrey Bridges. Directed by Vincent Morrison. Shorts edited by Susan Bridges. Rapper edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Music by Kevin McLeod and Vincent Morrison. Seminar theme by Vincent Morrison. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar. Co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. This production is copyright 2015. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. On the next seminar... Well, where have you been? I've been looking all over for you. These past few months have been terrible. It was hard to find the time. How do you cope? This is the last time I'll see you. I'm not even sure I should be saying this, but you need to know. What? Stop talking nonsense. When the ones you love prepare to leave. I talked to Jack. He, he says he won't come. Not even for the funeral. Can you blame him? Sometimes it's too late to mend broken bridges. I'm fine. Just sad. 
you know. Take your time, Mom. And in the classroom, changes in the air. My students have completed their education. I can teach them no more. Do you truly think that they are ready for what lies ahead? A powerful new episode of Seminar premieres on December 30, 2015. Only at PendantAudio.com.